This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up guys, welcome to episode 122nd of Geekscape. For those of you guys who've been with us from the start, um, thank you for coming back. For those of you guys new to Geekscape, this is the weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast that uh, covers the latest news and reviews with a special guest every week. I'm Jonathan London, and every week I'm joined by a special guest who is like an authority in movies, video games, and comics. Isn't that what you'd say, Gilmore? Yep. Gilmore's back here. Uh, but this week we've got a favorite. Mr. Ian Kerner, your uh, favorite co-host as vo- voted on by the audience. Um, do people recognize you on the street, Ian, and say, uh, wow, you are Ian Kerner, the favorite Geekscape co-host? Do, do, does that happen yet? People recognize me on the street that know me. No one's ever said the, okay. the latter okay. part. Okay, I, I had to try. Cause, yeah, because you, you've been recognized in the Apple Store. And, and on in, the street, at a comedy street, club, and at Movie theaters. The Laura was at Target last week, and she was wearing her Geekscape tote bag. And she's checking out uh, at the, you know, she's checking out at the register, and somebody behind her is like, psst, 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 Geekscape, she's wearing a bag, she's got a Geekscape bag. That's cool. And then and Laura well, turned and made eye contact with him, and she said, do you know Jonathan? She's like, biblically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who doesn't? Well, come on. I, I do sell myself cheap. Um, but guys, uh, this is Geekscape Weekly Podcast. We got through that. If you are new to Geekscape, prepare to have a new favorite geek podcast. We cover all the subjects and more. We get personal. Like Gilmore here has just spent the last week with our good friend Ben Dunn's sister in Seattle. Uh, you had a good week? We had a great week. Cool. How's the new job working out? We talked about how you had a new job. Okay. Um, <laughs> the new job is great. Yeah. It's working out really well. Uh, it's um, doing mostly copywriting, and I'm going to be in charge of viral marketing pretty soon, so... Remember when he was like, like walking the streets without a job and all this? $10 last for week. Two weeks. Yeah, last week. Here he is with a new job on top of the world. Wow. Things can turn around quickly for here on Geekscape, isn't it? The the, the idea. <laughs> Maybe of, not for me. I, 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 I'm just, just the juxtaposition of Gilmore and viral. It's always kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, well, Gilmore's been living with the bug for quite some time. Did you guys take the proper precautions when you went to Seattle recently? We did. What if, uh Wow, really? What bug are you talking about? 
The one where she tells you not to touch her. <laughs> Are you okay? That one? <laughs> the one that you almost Great. shot across the room at us? Great. Oh, the allergies. Yeah. Right. It's like a walking. Allergies. I was drinking Epidemic. water. Every time, have you ever played that game Epidemic? The, the, there's like a flash game called Epidemic where you have to create a virus or a bacteria at the beginning of the game. And the goal is to get it infected in every country of the world. And uh, and have like a hundred percent like basically to end the world as a virus or a bacteria. So you start slow with like oh, yes. the yeah, spread yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I always name my shit like Gilmora Gakkas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always name it after you. You sent me a link. Yeah, I was like, here you go. This is what I think of you, friend. There's Glad to have you back. Yeah, um, so guys, speaking of love, we're gonna be covering things like uh, Terminator Salvation, the upcoming show, some amazing comic books we got to talk to Ian about, and uh, I played some Wee Punch Out this week. But let's get started with the movie news. Uh, Terminator Salvation's our review for the week, and, and Ian, just start us off. What did you think of this Terminator Salvation fourth film in the in the franchise? D- didn't save anything. McGee is there. Christian Bale's there. We get, we're putting some talent together. What did you think? This is the first I, time we've actually seen post-Judgment Day, a whole story in post-Judgment Day. First of all, there was all this talk about um, the third one doesn't count. I can't even tell. Yeah. Okay? I mean, other than, all right, in 2003, Judgment Day hadn't happened yet, so, okay. Uh, and I'm like, all right, so when exactly was Judgment Day? Does it matter if the third one happened or not? I mean, right. wh- why? Wh- what is it Who about? Who's saying that the third one doesn't count? That, that all the buzz was that the third one doesn't count, and you just see the first two. I mean, I guess okay. it's that Claire Danes, you know, isn't in it. You know, we have. And Bryce there was Nicholas. Howard, what's his know. name? Well, Nick Stahl, obviously. Nick Stahl, but but, but listen, I, I went and saw this movie, and this movie takes place in the post judgment day, and you have the, you have two main characters really in the, in the movie, and that that kind of starts you on the flaw of this film. That you have Christian Bale's John Connor. And he's part of. He's like working his way up the, res, the ranks of the resistance movement, and people are starting to listen to him. And then you've got uh, Sam Worthington's character, who you start out in two thousand three, and he's in jail on death row. Right. And he's Marcus a, Wright. Marcus Wright, and he's approached, and they want him to sign a form that you see is from Cyberdyne Systems, and it's for his body. And you you know he's they're gonna put him in a in a Terminator program. Well, yeah, because right? and obviously it's about immortality because the doctor doing it has cancer, mm-hmm. and, you know. So you flash, and he's a complete dick. So you flash forward to the resistance, right? Uh, in the later, you know, like 2018 or 2018, something like that. 2018, and, uh, and you see John Connor. He's part of the resistance movement, and they discover this underground facility where Cyberdyne's been working on uh, on um, on like human Terminator stuff. They've got. Yeah, they've got humans. It's in on the way to what we saw in the original you movie. You see Marcus right in skin there. Jobs. You see the skin jobs, and uh, and at the end of it, after it explodes and John Connor escapes, you see Marcus Wright come out, and you follow his storyline. So right. it, it, the problem is, it kind of does what the last two Star Wars prequels did, which was you've got two characters vying for story time, and before you get any tension or or really anything going in one direction, you cut to this other guy who's. Going in a completely different direction with different motivations, and the movie never really clicks. I always thought that Terminator movies were great when they were that chase scene. Where yeah. It was just a constant chasing. This movie doesn't have that kind of energy. No, that, I, would, that, that, I would say that, that number three is better than this. No, that, that, that's a good point because in the in the other Terminator movies, you're always going back and forth between two plot lines, but one is them the running, and, and the other the ones, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, no, that, 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 that's a very good point. Um, now, what we should really talk about. Is how many things don't make sense of this stupid movie? 
When Kyle, okay, here's some spoilers for you guys. Kyle Reese in this movie is played by uh, Anthony Elgin. Yeah, the kid, the kid who you last saw in the Star Trek film. Right. And um, he's an 18 year old Kyle Reese. Right. Or can I say right yeah. now that? Go for it. You know, obviously you know that I wasn't overly thrilled with this movie, and halfway through this movie, I'm sitting there going, "Shit, I could have seen Star Trek again." Right. You know, I mean. How many times I, have you seen Star Trek? I've only before? seen it twice, and yeah. I'm so. And I don't usually go. See I would movies go see a lot. it a third time. I'm gonna go see it a third time because I'm sitting there, and I the first time I said, "This is the movie of the summer," and there's so many movies coming out that are gonna suck. And every time I see a bad movie, I think I have to go see Star Trek again. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because uh, it's just so good. No, Star Trek was phenomenal. This movie was uh, pretty flaccid from the get go. I mean, you know, the action scenes are decent, but it's nothing new. It's nothing we haven't seen already. The, the action sequences, my problem with the action sequences are, are just, they, they went between cut corner action sequences, like when he, in the trailer when he lands the landing skid on the Terminator head and he hops out and he shoots two bullets next to it. Yeah. And they add the digital scorch marks to it. I was like, come on, why didn't you just shoot the thing in the head? Like, that's an obvious bad, yeah. that's just bad staging. Yeah. I felt like all the action sequences had that kind of faulty, cheap, Staging to it There's also uh, The uh, Children of Men Attempts That were so self-aware In Children of Men You guys who have seen The Children of Men There there are a couple Sequences that are Just long takes Which are really impressive Because there's all sorts Of pyrotechnics going on the, The actors performances The camera work And The story is clicking So well in that film That you don't realize You're in a long take And that they haven't cut Until about two minutes Into these long takes And then it's just impressive in the long takes in this sequence, in this movie, they're so stylized and so self-aware. And keep in mind, there's so many special effects added in post that there's really nothing impressive about it. A buddy of mine who writes, uh, who's, who's, a, who's a journalist, was on the set of Terminator Salvation when they were when they're doing these kind of sequences. McGee referenced he wants to do a Children of Men type of deal, mm-hmm. and. It, it's it, and it really sums up the the this movie in that you would go for something without really knowing why it works in the first place. It's not so much that it's a long take; it's that the story is so, you know, is it, 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 so well done, so fleshed out. The characters are, are are so captivating that it doesn't matter if your shot is five seconds long or five minutes long. It's good storytelling. And that there was nothing apparent in there well, here. Well, and and if I may, and, and you know, it, it's a great analysis, but you, you've gone way deeper into the movie than, than, than we even need to. I mean, all right, you know, we're, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about some spoilers now, okay? Okay. Here we so, go, guys. I uh, hear the thing. I mean, earmuffs. What the fuck? So this movie, you know, basically the idea is that the Terminators have like you know a hit list, the top five, and John Connor's number two. John Connor's made a name for himself, so you can understand why maybe people would want to be after him. He's this prophet. He's talking to people, you know, and he's getting rallying yeah. But number one is Kyle Reese. Why the fuck do the Terminators even know anything about Kyle Reese? They haven't gone back in time yet. Right. They don't, I mean... On top of that, they capture they, Kyle no, Reese early in no, the film, the, and they don't just pop his head off. No, the, 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 wait, well, you're jumping ahead of me. Okay, whoa, whoa. Okay, wait, wait, wow. Here's the point. So clearly here, no one has ever known that Kyle Reese is John Connor's father. The only one that knows that is John Connor. Yes, I'm hitting my foot for because it's just pissed me off. Okay. Nobody knows that. As the audience, we know that. There's right. even a big deal, and we'll get this later in the show, but the Sarah Connor Chronicles, it's a main plot point that they point out that nobody knows that John Connor is, Kyle Reese's son. is the son of... Yeah, nobody knows that. 
But this movie assumes that it's a known thing at some point, at least to the Terminators, they know it. And then, not only that, so first of all, they know it, so he's, you know, he's the top of the hit list. Then, they keep going after him, and when they get a retina scan, well, how the fuck would they have a retina scan of of this kid? Why would they know what his retina looks like to be able to identify him by retina scan? Okay? Then, on top of that, they capture him. I mean, they're after him. They have a million opportunities to kill him. They don't kill him. And then it becomes this whole thing, oh, well, he's the lore. Why? Now, a friend of mine pointed out that he thought the idea was supposed to be they figured out that they can't kill the past. It would still exist. So they they just want to lure John Connor there. Well, A, give me that. But B... What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, things were pretty easy in this and, movie. And then, okay, you know what? We get to a point where the big reveal, ooh, it's the Arnold Terminator. Isn't that way too fucking early to have the Arnold Terminator? Yeah. Kyle Reese has just come in contact with him just before yeah. being transported back in the I first mean, Terminator isn't it a movie. good 10 years too early for that model to be? No, I mean, there should be infiltrator units, sure. You should have a T-800, but it shouldn't be Arnold. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Did this make any sense? No. No, the, the movie doesn't make any sense. Uh, the, the I did I did think that the, the the that the special effects that brought Arnie back into this movie. Were I thought impressive. that was cool. Yeah, I thought but it that good. fight scene was such a piece of garbage. Well, why did you have... why didn't he just kill him instantly? I mean, what he grabs him and he's throwing him. How, how many times the Terminator just picks him up and put his fist right through him? I mean, what the fuck? Seriously, I got you. Why would oh I have John Connor? Why not just throw him away? Why would I just finish squeezing since I have him by the neck and end <laughs> this fucking shit? Yeah, Ian, I can't argue. I, you know, again, should have gone and see Star Trek again. Beyond that, uh, early in the movie, they develop a, a technology to pinpoint a frequency that all the Terminators control each other on, or the frequency that they controls the. Right. The, well, the, I like that. That was Terminator. bullshit. Right. They, they've got this. They've got this frequency, and they don't just use it. I'd be well, dropping well, radios all over the motherfucker. Well, they had to test it, but I like the idea they that it was it bullshit. And it worked. Yeah, because it, but it didn't work. It was a, it was bullshit. The Terminator that was their trap. Oh, got it. Humanity wanted to believe. I didn't even pick believe. up on that. Oh, yeah, that was the twist. They, 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 they wanted they John set to him come up. get it. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun to know. No, that, no, no, they said it. When? Towards the end of the movie. Oh, it must have been while I was taking a nap. It was. I was like, the hell on the bottom Carter avatar. Oh, that chick. Yeah, yes. I, I was zoning out. Yeah, yeah. She, she explained that it was complete bullshit. I didn't understand why they had this, fight, this cool fight scene that they've been talking about. You know, in, in the trades, like, like is Arnie in the movie? Is Arnie not in the movie? They finally get to the fight scene. He throws him against the wall, and then you cut to Sam Worthington standing there looking at a, at a Mac computer screen. Yeah. And then you, when you cut back, John Connor's going down the hallway with a gun, and I'm like, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, what happened, to Arnie? Every time this movie would build up any kind of action or yeah. tension yeah. or any kind of momentum, I, they would just cut right I, away. I have, I'm going to give else. one positive. They, they lo- turned on the cameras. No, I love Moonblood Good. Moonblood Good is good, she's but awesome. she's sci-fi channel good. What is that? No, she's so This, this movie hot. was sci-fi channel. No, she's so hot. But what, sci-fi channel good. What is Moonblood Good? Uh, Moonblood Good. You ever play Turok? No, uh, no she's, she plays a pilot. Actress and she's great. <laughs> you play ever play that game, Tower Rock? You hunt dinosaurs and you're yeah, Native no, American? She, she's, she's fucking great. Yeah, no, listen. Uh, there was a scene in the movie she is. She's where, great. where during a rainstorm, uh, Moon Bloodgood's character ah. and Sam Worthington, they, they, they hide out in like a... like this place. And, and yeah. she's, like, she's like, try and find something to make a fire about, you know, fire with. Then cuts to something with no rainstorm 
in an arena and she's getting attacked by like four rednecks who, right. who definitely want to rape her. Like red, yeah. rednecks just want to rape. Yeah. Uh, Sam Worthington saves her. And by the her. way, and, and I have another question for you. Sam so, Worthington saves her and then they go and build a fire in the middle of the fucking open wait, 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 air wait, wait, after Anton Yelchin's character is like, Kyle right. Reese is like, no, no, they hunt by night. Let's yeah. make a bond. Right, and doesn't she know? And, and speaking of, you so, so when, when he's hitting all those guys and he okay, kicks her this ass. This is Terminator retardation. But, That's what they should have called this. Terminator but, retardation. So, so, wait, so, so he's a Terminator who doesn't know it. So fine, has no strength. But, you know, it's kind of like getting hit by Wolverine. He has a metal skeleton. If he hits them, it's not just a little hit. It's like just even a little tap, and this is just done. Do you like Unbreakable? Yeah, you know That's I like Unbreakable. That's the same kind of fucking stupid logic I, that took me out of Unbreakable. But you know I like Unbreakable. But you know that movie's a piece of shit. No, I like Unbreakable. <laughs> Are we going to have this fight again? No. I like I Unbreakable. Learned, I learned my lesson. I like Unbreakable. Do you like Cloverfield? I'll just keep going with movies that I think are detestable. Uh, Cloverfield's okay. Oh, I but like I like this. Unbreakable. Okay. So, um, guys, Terminator Retardation is not good. Do not go see it if you uh, if you haven't yet. Um, I know. I was excited to see another Terminator movie as well. But and I was excited about Christian Bale. It. I was excited to see if McGee could do this kind of movie. Oh, and, and the heart thing at the end? Shut the fuck up. I the mean, end what is the retarded. fuck? Yeah. Are you going to go see this movie? Maybe nope. Dollar Theater? Eh, okay. Yeah, maybe in a... Maybe in a Matinee, but I'm not. I don't. This this is like. Would you think Logan the Wolverine was worse than this movie? (laughs) Logan, uh, the story of X Men Origins, Logan the Wolverine, Um, once named James, brother of. Yeah. uh, uh, No, no, I actually like Wolverine better. What? Guys, you heard it here first. I liked Wolverine better. Just like Spider Man Three was gonna be the shit. Dude, uh, I, we dude, have quoted. Let's I show will. that footage. I'm kidding. Dude, no, that's not the same fucking thing. <laughs> I, listen, I was disappointed Spider-Man Three like everyone else, but it was not and on this level. To, to, to this day, all. I still have not watched Spider-Man Three again. I haven't either. But is is it Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Story of Logan? No, uh, <laughs> it's not. Is it Terminator: The Retardation? No, it is not. No, no I'm saying I, I think that Terminator Salvation is, is worse than Wolverine. And yeah. I mean, the, wow. the, there were there were things about Wolverine wow. that I liked. That's a like, they, lot. like they turned the camera on? No, there were things in Wolverine that I enjoyed. There's a lot of things I didn't, but there were things in that movie that I liked. Okay, guys. Oh, you know? Well, guys, we're going to have other co-hosts between now and the voting for favorite co-hosts. So please don't hold that opinion against them. Well, whatever. Oh, Mick G. Dude. Mick G. Did, we you, see his, did you see his I Am Marshall? What? It was no. the same kind of like everybody's being emotional and there's no emotion hard. in the movie. It's like, I'm Marshall. Everyone in the movie is being super emotional. There's no emotion in the movie. No, but did you read the Entertainment Weekly, the Entertainment Weekly uh, Christian Bale uh, interview, essentially leading up to the making of Terminator Retardation? The, the fact that um, Mick G actually... Okay, Christian Bale got the script. And they had Jonathan Nolan redo the script. Right! So they... he they, they, they flabbergasted. Had, this is the whole, completely... Re- Anyways, uh, let me just do it. Um, there was... Uh, Christian Bale yeah, got on, the script... He hated it. He's like, no, I'm not doing this. And he's like, Mick G, fuck this. No way. Mick G, who has a fear of flying, flew all the way to Australia just to talk Christian Bale into it. And after he said no to his face, he's like, all right, well, when James Cameron did his Terminator, he had done Piranha. You know, I know Charlie's kind of Piranha 2. Tom Sales did Piranha. I know my, um, I, I know, you know, Charlie's Angels 2 might be my Piranha 2. Please let this be my Terminator movie. You know, give me this chance to be that director. And Christian Bale, on that, you know, on, on, on that hope, is like, you know what? All right, all right, fine. And the fact it's that nice they went through, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, no, it is. <laughs> That's but, why I did it, right? But, but this guy takes his shit seriously. It's not like he's like scrapping for work or anything. Yeah. He's Christian Bale right now. 
Right. So, um, if, if only there was some proof that Christian Bale takes himself seriously. What so don't you understand, Gilmore? Yeah, what don't you the fucking fu understand? Yeah. It's just sad that that clip it will be the most memorable thing about this asinine Yeah, movie. and then after all of that, all this leading up to this movie, it sucked. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, guys, um, that that's basically our Terminator review. Uh, Terminator retardation. Um, they're, they're starting to cast Thor. Did you see that? They've got Wee. Thor. They've got Loki. Um, now, Thor, you guys are familiar with him because he played George Kirk in the Star Trek that we just saw twice. And um, so he's going to be playing our Thor. What do you think about that casting? Uh, honestly, I, I don't really... You gotta I, wait to see I, it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and is, is he Donald Blake or is he Thor? Is there CG? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Okay, and then Loki. So... You saw the, the Loki casting? So, supposedly the guy has some acting chops, but, uh, you know... familiarity with Kenneth Branagh? Of course. Kenneth Branagh's great. So great filmmaker. So, so yeah. I'm just glad they're putting it together. And Graham Douglas gets all the casting breakdowns. So they, they he always forwards them to me and is like, oh, dude, check it out. They're casting for Hogan. The guy's like a 21 year old. They is want to okay like out like like I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not my job, I'm losing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but like, I get all the casting. Dude, who doesn't get breakdowns services? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, not you get breakdown services in this town. But uh, it's cool. And they're, they're casting The Warriors 3, they're casting Hogan. It's it, you know hopefully they do this thing right. The Marvel's keeping it in house, so we'll see. Are you do you go and see the Iron Man two set photos when they show up online? No, I don't either. Like I saw one of I just needed to see Robert Downey Jr. in the armor and be like, okay, that's all I'm going to see for now on. I don't want to see Scarlett Johansson in the Black Widow uniform. I don't want to well. see. Well, I'll see it on the screen when it's properly lit. <laughs> yeah, so, I kind of want to see her in this. Okay, black I, I don't. I don't want to see. I just don't want to see like Ugh. any of the any of the upfront stuff. What are you? Upping? I did. Oh, that'll be horrible. She has to do uh, tights. I know. No, she, you're no. a fag. No, like yeah. I was just thinking you're the, all, the gayest. My apology to all the, the gays in our no, audience. Does she have to do, 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 a, no, bit, she have to do an accent? We'll find out. We'll find She's out. She's not a good actress. Okay. Well, Gilmore. <laughs> you just heard Laura's okay. room uh, Laura yeah. for the other room She's not Ghost World baby I had a crush on her in Ghost World Yeah so did I She's 15 so years ago yeah. So guys um, I'm excited You were a pod 15 years ago <laughs> He's a pod person now So what's your quado um, <laughs> Gilmore is a quado That like cut himself off A dude's stomach And he got his own life uh, So guys Um a lot of TV news. Uh, we talked last week about Dollhouse possibly being renewed. It was renewed, um, and it looks like a bunch of like Chuck. Is Chuck coming Chuck's back? Coming Chuck's back. coming back. What 13. else is coming back? Well, first of all, let's talk about. So okay, Dollhouse was renewed, but Sarah Connor was canceled. And I don't. Did you watch Sarah Connor Chronicles? I watched like the first couple episodes. I thought it, it was okay. It got better and better. It was really good, mm -hmm. and it, it's a shame. Unfortunately, you know, the, the feeling was that. Um, Dollhouse still has some potential and can build and when they banished Sarah Connor to Friday it lost all those viewers right. it probably was going to get those viewers back so you know I'm excited for Dollhouse to come back because it was getting better and better you know I, I'd be shocked if Dollhouse goes a season beyond season 2 uh huh but what about this I'm, new I'm thing? Like, like supposedly the talk was that Dollhouse got renewed because of its massive presence on the web and like all, like all the support it's getting from people watching it online. Not so much the people who didn't watch it on TV, but they looked at how many people were watching uh, it. Just massive amounts of people watching it online. Honestly, I'd love to see. I want to watch it online. I'd love to see um, networks making decisions based on that, but I think that's bullshit. Uh huh. 
you know. In five in five years, it is not going to be bullshit. I agree. I agree. But but right now, they're not really looking at that so much. They might be aware of it, but the the sense is that the demographics good. You know, it's Joss Whedon. You know, fan base, and I think they're figuring with DVD. Maybe they'll they'll get you know a boost. But the demographics, the best demographic, even though the ratings are kind of low. So that, well, I think that's why they. they maybe our, our friend Felicia Day's episode will get seen because supposedly she. Oh, she's she an epitaph. She wasn't the one that's supposed to segue into season two. Is it really a, it, a segue? I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't it was watched. Supposed to be an epilogue. An epi- it's called Epitaph One, and my understanding is that they shot it on the cheap. The studio did it to demonstrate to the network that the show can be made cheaper, which is part of the reason why I got renewed. Okay. So it's on the DVD. They haven't officially said anything yet, but my personal expectation, I don't think we'll see it. I think it'll only be on the DVD. I think we might see more singledoms. I told them $5. $5. Five dollars. Let me go back to work. I'll give you so, these episodes um, $5. It's just going to be me and Pirate P talking. So speaking of television, um, season, season finale of Smallville. Yeah. I, now I stopped watching Smallville in like season two or three, but tell us. There was just two minutes in this episode that I was thinking, wow, this is awesome. Was it the last two Two, two out of no, how many minutes? No, no, no. There were these two minutes where he starts fighting Doomsday. And, uh-huh. for, and for in that moment, it's like, wow, this is Superman 75. It was like, it's there. What and is, then it just fucking ends. What does Doomsday go, look like? No, he looks, it, it looks right out of the comic. Oh, really? Yeah, when, awesome. when he's actually Doomsday, it's fucking perfect. Wait, when he's actually Doomsday, what else is because he? Because they do this morphing shit. Oh, like the Hulk? Kind of. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not Doomsday. Yeah. No, exactly. But um, there were those couple moments there that were fucking great. But generally, I was disappointed in in the, in this finale. I mean, Lois went off into the future with the Legion ring. Okay. Oh, you that's know. cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Basically, at the end, oh. How is he not Superman by this fucking point? He's hanging out with the Legion. He, he basically is. Well, here's the thing. Everybody. And they they did they did something really kind of shocking. Did he they killed Jimmy. Yeah. But the twist is, you see that Jimmy had a little brother. And Chloe gives him the camera, so the implication is who's obviously like more than ten years younger than them. The implication is that he'll be the Jimmy that we knew. Oh. Because one of the biggest problems with the show that the producers apparently said from the get-go uh, that no, we have an out for why Jimmy's the same age. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. So it was like, oh my god, how could they kill Jimmy? And then it's like, no, that's the twist. So oh, he Jimmy wasn't really, he's brother. not really the Jimmy. Yeah. That's cool. And Jimmy was his middleman. What's that? Um, this was season eight. So it's going Jesus. to season nine. Yeah. And it's going to end after season nine, you think? Maybe not. Dude, how Although they ba- they, keep going? they banished it to, see, to Friday, but the the um, head Wait. of the studio said that it's not necessarily the last season. No, I love this shit. Now, it's like, it's like at a desk. That. I love this shit. It's now, working now, really well. Now, though. Supernatural it's... is the fucking bomb. Thank you. That's one uh, of the best shows. That ever. show gets better every season, and it's so fucking good right I now. I like that show. I, I don't mean, watch it, you, but the one I've seen, I like it. I'll tell you something. I'll get into it. I like abs. No, you I like guys and, with abs. And no, seriously, when, when you when you it's start that show, abs, right? the writers make it work for those. Actors Is that on Hulu? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I don't know, but um, it's CW, so no. Oh, uh, CW only puts like certain episodes up. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Hulu's no. only Fox. I, I highly recommend. Do you have the you know, DVDs? I don't, and I oh, should. But, uh, I do actually. Do you have them? Yeah, I have them you, on loan, but I can. Hang on. We'll get them fucking back and get them job. Okay. Yeah. He'll let you blow them. I'm not gonna Maybe. blow anybody. But no, I said he'd, you'd like him. Finale. Oh yeah, you can blow. I'm not. Yeah. Supernatural finale. Put on a wig. Um, no, the show gets better and better. In season one, that show was like you thought it was going to be creature of the week, but they did it really well. Yeah, and then, I like that. And then that. it built up its mythology, and it's so fucking. I saw good. the Scarecrow episode. That was pretty good. I saw it at the Paley Fest. The, the, okay. They showed the Scarecrow episode, and I thought that was just tight. Yeah. 
Cool. And that was from season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was well done, and it gets better than that. It becomes season like a cool story. Is, um, the show because you know I'm watching because you know I'm watching season. Buffy. In season one, like I'm getting through like the villains of the weeks, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. But, yeah. It, but it, season two, everybody tells me season yes. two that shit starts. Yeah. Season two and three, three, it's just the okay. shit. No, a lot of people, a lot of people like season two best. The becoming. What are you going to say? Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 friends, friends. Speaking of uh, shows that season two right? was the best, uh, Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica was supposedly seen in a comic book store here in Los Angeles buying as much Typhoid Mary comic books as she can. Is Fox revamping Daredevil? And is Katie Sackhoff going to get an audition as Typhoid Mary? Do we want to see her as Typhoid Mary? Um, she's already done the multiple personality crazy thing on Battlestar Galactica. And on Bionic Woman. And on Bionic Woman. What do you think about this? And idea? on Nip Tuck. Oh, jeez. Actually, when has she not done the multiple? Sweetie, don't do Typhoid Mary. Do something completely different. Like all you're adding here is face paint. You know, so should Typhoid Mary even be the villain in a terrible movie? Why not? I think she's more of an ancillary character. I don't really see her as a full-on okay. villain. But okay. you know, I mean, currently in the Marvel universe, she's not really much of a villain. Right. You know, they have her in uh, the initiative book. Right. Your ideal your ideal Daredevil team? Who who makes Daredevil? Ben Affleck. Yeah, you like my idea, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. That is cool. What's uh, your idea for new people? A, 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 well, ben after Affleck, Gone Baby Gone. After I mean, Gone Baby Gone, having Daredevil yeah. written and directed by Ben Affleck, starring yeah. Guy Pierce. I'm there. Yeah. Either that or the Dexter team. Yeah. Starring, uh, what's his name? Is Daredevil. Your main boy, Dexter. No. Michael C. Hall. Michael no. C. Hall. No. Fucking a. He's I, too creepy. I, he's not likable like that. Well, you only you, he's like because you're homophobic an and you didn't he's like the as show an anti-hero. Daredevil gets he's into not his gay. noirish anti-hero at times. Michael's no, no, not no, gay. no. But his character From in uh, Six Feet Under. Yeah. Could, Gilmore could never get over that. Well, that's because Gilmore really wanted it. Where are you getting this? From the hatred you spew when the camera's off and you're like, okay, time to go lynching. You're the Texan here. I know. I left that life behind. Um, so guys, uh, yeah, that is the movie news. Um, comic books. We're already kind of talking about Daredevil and all that. Comic books. What are you reading? Well, you know me. I read almost everything. This is a new two-hour episode where Ian starts talking comics. Let's hear it. So you do read everything. What 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 should we be looking for? Battle for the Cow. How did that end up? Battle for the Cow. So. Not really a big surprise with how that ended. No, you predicted a couple of weeks ago that it was going to be. It had it had Dick to be Dick Grayson. Yeah, it had to be right, and then that we had Damien as Robin. Damien as Robin, right? So and then, Batman yeah. and Robin, that'll be the launch. And let's get ourselves. Like, I'll start um, reading it with the Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly stuff. That's right. And I'm, you, that's you, you totally can. Right. You know, I enjoyed the Battle for the Cow books for the most part. Um, the network was a cool one shot because it kind of demonstrates that you know Dick Grayson is organizing things and. Batman in recent years getting more okay with other people being involved, but Dick Grayson's always been the team player, mm -hmm. you know. So he just has everybody's involved and on call, and you know, just he has all these different vigilantes. Mm -hmm. you know? So now it's called, they're called the network, and he has them all working. Okay. So that's that's really who's cool. in the network? Is it like like Catwoman, Batgirl? What is this? I mean, it's all the outsiders. It's Catwoman. It's Batgirl. It's Oracle. Though I mean, I've heard some rumors. Is about, she gonna start walking again? That's the rumor right here. Yeah. And I think that's going to be part of the Gotham City Sirens book. And the rumor I hear is Catwoman might be part of that book, too. Okay. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. And then Damien. Uh, is Damien just going to be a little jerk? Is he going to be like Jason Todd point two? Maybe. I mean, he definitely has an attitude. Mm -hmm. But um, in the Azrael book, um, I actually liked the third issue because Nightwing was in it a lot. And mm -hmm. 
there's a moment where um, he cuts a deal with Talia, and they don't really say what the deal is, but I think the implication is that he's going to train Damien. Okay. And get Damien's head straight. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I mean, you take the team from that All Star Superman run and you put them on this. Yeah, I'm. So All Star Superman that was Love the that most book. incredible. I, I was telling my buddy Nat is over here, uh, and I was telling Nat in the car about when uh, in the All Star Superman book how um, Lex Luthor got out of jail by having his per his last meal when mixed together the ingredients from his last meal oh, actually right, make yeah, him yeah. a temporary Superman, and they when they tried to. What they try to do, uh, electrocute him or lethal injection or whatever? He just kind of took the thing off and walked through a wall and was like, "See you guys later. You guys just helped me escape from jail." Um, yeah, I would love for that to be awesome. an opening to a Superman movie. Be yeah. perfect. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Batman uh, uh, and Robin and uh, Green Lantern. We get to talk about it every time you're on the show. Uh, so fucking good. I mean, even are you reading the, the core book also? Yeah, I'm reading both. You know, will or, they or, be able to open that restaurant? Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm kidding. I know, not. right? Or, or they are they, opening they, a restaurant, but it's like a you know. I, I have to say that the first time I saw Ceronic Natu, I thought you know something said Sinestro's kid, and then like it just went completely not that way. And but I mean, I love that she's his kid. The first I love five, it. six pages of that last issue was all about the fact that she is Sinestro's kid. Yeah. Is she going to go yellow? Is she going to go red? Is she going to go? Why? Well, I mean, she obviously she has, you know. A conflict now, mm -hmm. and that's cool. And she's involved involved with Kyle now, so right. I mean, and that and that's illegal. So I mean, there's so much story there. Yeah. Did, now, done. did you watch that Heads Up thing that we made with? Uh, we, we made a show for AT and T and Crave Online called Heads Up, right? With my buddy Nar Williams uh, hosting it. Our friend Graham Douglas played a Guardian of the Universe. Did you end up seeing? No, I that? didn't see it. I remember you mentioned. I'll send it to you. Okay. What did you think of Graham's performance as a Guardian of the Universe, Gilmore? It's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. In the next episode, let me show you the June episode. You're going to see Graham as a different combo character, Pietro Maximoff. So get ready for that shit. I definitely don't want to see that. I missed that because I was in Seattle. Get ready for that. That's one of the favorite, my favorite jokes that I wrote was really? Graham as All Pietro right. Maximoff. Get right, ready to see, see him it. in his creepiest, sister-lusting way. Um, guys, I, I picked up a big stack of Marvel this week, as I, as I usually do. Because my, my DC, again, is limited to like whatever Jeff Johns writes. And uh, some of the more. How stuff. excited are you for Adventure Comics? The Avenger Comics. Adventure. Gotta, the Adventure, Adventure Comics. Comics. What do you mean? What are you talking Jeff about? Jeff Johns' book. Oh coming yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm excited for anything Jeff Johns writes. And you read that you know it's not it's two different stories in mm -hmm. that book. It's not just Legion. Well, it's Legion and Superboy. We will get to it. I'm excited for it. Um, who's doing the artwork? I'm not sure who's doing the art on it. Okay. But uh, I kind of like that. Have you noticed that like Jeff Johns is basically everyone that. The deal killed. He's just been bringing back. Well, I, you know, I, 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 I the, 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 you know, the Krypton, the Krypton storyline with, or uh, I love it. Yeah, well, listen, I'm gonna get that in trade because it started to spawn into Supergirl. It started to go into Adventure. Well, they, 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 going all they, this dude, stuff. they, they I know numbered they numbered, the books. I know they numbered books. I just didn't want to buy them all. All right, I, all they're right, actually I'll all good. Them. I know, but you I'll don't get them have to read all of them. Which okay. ones do I read? You could just read... If they're numbered, why don't I just read them all well, numbered? Well, you can, but here's the thing. I saw but, that as like a ploy to try and stretch my dollar, and I, 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 my dollar I, I, wasn't going to stretch. I think it sort of was, but if you were just interested in what Superman's doing, you could just read World of New Krypton. You don't have to read the other books, and you're fine. Okay. You can just do that. Um, I've been enjoying you know, all the books together. The Supergirl book is dealing with the Who is Superwoman, who turned out to be Lucy Lane. And mm -hmm. I mean, that book was crazy, because she basically... Lucy Lane just got killed. 
Oh, well, there, go, there goes so. my audience. I don't think you'll be surprised by that now. No, I'm well, what are you talking about? It? The book is out. Isn't, right. isn't that what we do on this um, show? No, uh, I'm excited for that. The adventure book. <laughs> Listen to Whiny Bitch here. He spoils everything. Here's a book he didn't read because he just told me he's not buying it and doesn't I read know, it. I and know. he's fucking whining. I'm kidding. You know how I am on the show. I just want a nap. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I want to talk about this book. Let's the talk Punisher about it. book that Rick Remender's writing. <laughs> fucking awesome. Guys, I went, what did I buy? I bought Uncanny so X-Men. I bought Gigantic, Gigantic real quickly. Yeah, Rick real Remender quickly. also writes Gigantic. You know, Rick Remender, I've been so impressed by so many books he's doing. I what really like Gigantic, but I read this book and I went, are you fucking kidding me with the fucking true, your total recall ending? Gigantic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, where he doesn't remember that he's the actual cause of it? Yeah, and yeah, it's no. totally Total Recall. Are they just fucking with him? Okay, guys, Gigantic. We had uh, my Bibiani on the show. He recommended this book, Gigantic, which is basically like a you know Godzilla and these giant monsters they fight in your city. It starts out like that with a giant robot crushing San Francisco, but he doesn't intend to. He's here to save the Earth or keep the Earth out of the giant... Earth is a channel. It's like the South Park. Joke. Right. Earth is a channel. He's the greatest defender from Earth. He's now back trying to free Earth from this corporation that runs worlds as entertainment. Right? Which is very Mojoverse, but okay. Right. So he's back trying to keep the Earth out of it. They're sending bad guys to fight him. And the Earth is about to detonate. He finds his brother, now grown up. Right. Well, he accidentally it, killed his niece. Accidentally when killed he his daughter. His brother's, his brother's daughter. Right, and he goes to his brother. His brother hates him, and he says, "Listen, like it's me. I'm trying to save the world. I'm trying to keep it out of this, you know, corporation because it's it's scheduled for cancellation. Uh, you know, they come after him. They bring him back, and um, at the end of this fourth issue, it's revealed that this is just a ratings ploy that he himself devised. I mean, it's totally. They have the tape. It's right out of Total Recall, where he sees the conversation that it was all his idea, and said, "Well, you're not a very good actor." He said, "All right, well then, wipe my memory." And you know, so I don't know. So send me to Earth, send me, but wipe my memories. Yeah. I don't know. And all down to ki killing the niece, everything. Well, I mean, that, as convoluted as it, it is, it, it's, it's clear literally in the it's right out of Total Recall. It's exactly Total Recall. The, but you know, I mean, Total Recall was you know twenty. What years I like ago, about so. this about this comic is he doesn't pull punches. People that you yeah, think are going to yeah. become heroes, he turns them into villains. Yeah. No, you know I mean, I, mean? I, I like Remender a lot. Um, so let's talk about Punisher. Guys, and you guys know we've been fans of Rick Remender since ever. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, the Punisher, know. the Punisher book. He's doing this core Punisher book. It's now on issue five, where you guys know the Garth Ennis Punisher. You guys were fans of that, but it was outside of the Marvel superhero right. universe. Now well, he's got Punisher hunting villains with like a. The first well, issue was him trying to well, kill Norman well, Osborn well, with well, like a scroll. Well, well, well they rifle. started that in the War Journal book first, right. and you know one of the. One of the most difficult things about the Punisher character is this character was originally introduced, Amazing Spider-Man 129. He's a villain. Well, sort of villain. I mean, you know, it was the Jackal set him on Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the original idea. You know, so he thought Spider-Man was a killer and found out otherwise afterwards. Um, but the problem with the Punisher was always that he's a non-powered, you know, guy running around New York of all places where there's so many super you know, good and bad. And it never really made a lot of sense. He didn't really go after, you know, these horrible people obvious that had villains, powers. Right. You know? And, uh, and obviously he was only just using re regular ordinance. So what I like from the get-go with the War Journal book, you know, which was during Civil War, this notion that he's going to go after, you know, these bad guys right. that have powers and he's going to have to use heavier ordinance. Um, so as a, my, my main point is just that it was something that was always difficult 
to accept about this character within the Marvel Universe that he wasn't doing this sooner. But I love the idea that they're finally really dealing with right. it. And, uh, and you know, the Remender book, you know, basically what's happened, in general I want to say that I've been, I can't believe how happy I am with what they've been doing with Dark Reign and Marvel. I mean, pretty much they've managed to, you know, I mean, it's, it's not just a normal tie-in thing. It's just Dark Reign is touching everything. Because of course it is. You have Norman Osborn in control and, you know, you have his Hammer organization. But what's really cool about it is it's not peripheral. I mean, he actually has agents or people that are part of his cabal it's in every book. going right. after people. You know, so in Punisher, it's, you know... The hood. Yeah, I mean, well, it's basically that Punisher tried to take him out, so he sick the hood on him and all the hood's operatives. In Hood, we're starting to find out in this book and in New Avengers that he has some more powers than what we usually accredit to him, which is right. like a more occult, dark power that he got well, from fucking Dormammu. Right, well, we found out that, 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 that the hood is actually... It's accessing, you know, power that Dormammu right. is giving. So that's... It's okay that he's getting more powerful because it's it's a conscious choice on Dormammu's part because yeah, right. now he's willing servant. And so be, between the Hood and New Avengers, where he's going after Stephen Strange, uh, uh, Doctor Strange, and whoever like accepts the new role of um, what do they call Sorcerer it? Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, between that book and this book, where we see Frank Castle coming for him, um, this book is actually a better. Show this of where the hood cool. is headed, because he brought Microchip back to life. Yep, and then he sent Microchip after Frank Castle, right? And, and made him an offer that, that most people, as you're reading it, would have thought the offer that Frank Castle can't refuse. I and, can bring back your family. Yeah, and, and Microchip thought he'd totally go for it. Right. You know, this is pointless. Where are you going with this? It's never going to end. You're never going to wipe out crime. We'll bring back your family and just leave and go off. And I mean, and Frank's answer. Yeah. What was Frank's answer? Frank's answer was... Maria. My, Maria, my dead wife, wouldn't be okay with me making a deal with the devil. She wouldn't like that. And he shoots... He shoots fucking it. shoots. Yeah. It. And then all so these cool. fucking... That's, then, of course, like... Castle. Then you've got, then you've got all well, these bad yeah. guys who come back to, to attack him. you got Hyde, you got... Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Who are yeah, the, the badasses that come after him? I, I didn't, numerous yeah, badasses. Yeah, I mean, it's basically... It, well, they throw just all these well, supervillains at him at once. And here's the, the fucking badass. The intro to this comic's incredible. Yeah. Because you have a bunch of security guys in the Hood's facility order a pizza. Well, wait, th th this yeah. is my point about he's in the Marvel Universe now. Because for all the years, Punisher's running around with just regular ordinance. And wouldn't he have, they have all this, like, Tony crazy... Tony Stark shit. Yeah, I mean, all this uh, crazy technology. So he's now co-opting all this technology for himself. So, right. So you, you see this same. intro where the, the, the security guys in the Hood's, like, badass, you know, building, they order a pizza... And one of them starts to choke on it. Well, you and, think they were... Someone brings a pizza. Yeah. They, you know, it's like, oh, who ordered it, by the way? Yeah, and so the dude starts choking on the pizza, and his buddy's like, oh, my God, like, he's choking. He's like, give him mouth-to-mouth. And the third guy's like, no, I'm, I'm your superior. You give him mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. So he goes to give him mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, and the back of his head blows open, right? And the guy's like, what the fuck? The third guy, they're both dead now. The, the third guy goes, what the fuck? And he looks up, and you see Frank Castle just enlarged. He's wearing a, a Hank Pym Ant-Man helmet with a skull on it. <laughs> and he's like He was in the fucking pizza He was hiding on the pizza and he, Now he's got Ant-Man So he killed shit. two of them Like that He's got like a badass g Little bubble gun He's using like all this technology That's existed in the Marvel Universe That people like Reed Richards has had 
Now, imagine that in the hands Actually of Frank Castle. Yeah. yeah. And instead he's of killing just, everyone. Instead of just zapping people or throwing them against walls. Frank Castle could be anywhere with his Ant-Man, you know, thing. And the only way and to catch him... He's pulling out, like, futuristic guns. He's like, oh, I thought you'd have a bigger gun. Ooh, haha. Yeah, this one's fine. Bang. Blows up everything. <laughs> it's, it's cool so, to see Frank Castle yeah. using badass weapons. But at the same time, don't you like his street levelness and how... Yeah. For that, you've that got book that still, book. Yeah, there's still the, the other you've book. You've got that book. Okay. You've got yeah. Punisher Max. In this one, you've got Punisher with the rest of the Marvel Universe. And not, guys, as good as Rick Remender's writing is, this guy Opeña, where the hell did he come from? This yeah, artist, good. the artist in this book, is the tightest art I've seen in a Marvel book in a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. Marvel, you know, they take the best artists, but this guy came out of nowhere. He's got a style that reminds me of like the kind that you see in Fear Agent, but by way of like Lionel Francis Yu. You know what I mean? So he's showing you like the grit. Of a character, the well, you know, he, he, everything about this guy is well done. The pacing of his panels, the orientation of of the characters in the space, and I mean, it, if he was a cinematographer, his his camera work would be incredible. Um, it, this is almost a book you can get just for the artwork, but it yeah, blew me away. The, the, just the, seeing the book that. is really really good. It's it's only worth. And that's a Punisher five. book. So um, most people are like, "Wow, Punisher book!" Who was no, like a B level? You know, you want to read X Men, you want to read Avengers. When you think about, I'm going to read the Marvel Universe. I'm going to read X Men. I'm going to read the Avengers. That's your upper tier. Yeah, but from there, but this, it's this like is what I was saying Daredevil, about, about Punisher. Dark Reed. I mean, now you now have the Ms. Marvel book. Which was a decent book. I think Brian Reed's a good writer, and I was enjoying the book. But suddenly, the Ms. Marvel book is Moonstone as Ms. Marvel. It's the dark Ms. Marvel. Wolverine's again about to become that also. It's right. going to be Dakin. You know, um, I mean, lame character Dakin. You know, honestly, I've I've had mixed feelings about him, but I'm really curious to see you know what they do in that book. The best thing that they did was in that Wolverine Origins where they had the X Men come to get the sword from yeah. Bacon. And yeah, and he fight fucked and everybody. They, yeah, up. They, he he fucked up Cyclops. He fucked up Colossus. Yeah. He fucked up Armor. He fucked up Nightcrawler. Yeah, all in one fell swoop, and and it, that was a pretty damn well written issue. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think any characters are lame. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good writing. Well, anyway, what I'm, what I'm talking about with with these Dark Avengers is you know you have the the Hawkeye miniseries. I mean, Bullseye just killing people left and right, right in that book. Are you reading that? I'm not, but you told me about it and you said it was badass. Dude, I mean, Bullseye basically as Hawkeye, you know, saves this woman and she's like, oh, thank you so much. And I can get an autograph. You know, it's like, sure, I'll give you an autograph. And she's like, oh, my son's going to be really excited. He's like, oh, you know, he should really hold on to the pen too. It's going to be worth a lot of money. She's like, why? It's like, because well, Bullseye memorabilia, um, memorabilia is always worth a lot of money. It's like, Bullseye? And then he fucking kills her with the pen. He sticks it in her fucking eye. You know, because he's bullseye and he just wants right. to kill everybody. Right. I mean, it's awesome. The same thing with the same character in Deadpool. They also have that going dark rain because Deadpool right. also, you know, having his fight with Norman Osborn. And they've already sucked the Thunderbolts on him. Now they have bullseye going after him. That book, I mean, not only was the fight great, but the next issue, I saw the cover of the next issue and I laughed my ass off. What is it? It's basically bullseye filled him with arrows and Deadpool has an apple on his head and none of the arrows to the apple and Deadpool's going you missed <laughs> you know I mean it's fucking great that's cool yeah so guys um, we could talk comics forever I want to really quickly mention that I've been playing the new punch out for the Wii finally I have something to play with my Wii for you know what I mean I know I play with my Wii every day but finally kind of sad. finally I have an actual game I can play uh, this new punch out came out you guys know it because it's nostalgic Every, every Wii game that we all buy is the ones that are like the Mario, the Zelda, the Metroids. 
Um, this is Punch-Out! And it's got a lot of classic characters from Super Punch-Out! and the original NES Punch-Out! And now they've been... Now they're done in like a, a really amazing style, but the controls, guys, I've been playing the controls classic style, and it's just as much fun as playing the old school game, but it, but even more so because, you know, on the NES, playing a game on the NES, sometimes you'd be like, fucking thing, this thing doesn't work, you know what I mean, or the thing would glitch up on you. Super NES is a little better technology. This, the character animations and the sound and everything is just amazing, and it, I know it's just pattern recognition with some of these boxing games, but uh, there's still quite a challenge in just the timing of the counters as far as like a boxing game goes. Um, if you guys were fans of the old Punch-Out games, this is probably like that on steroids. Um, and once you get to like, once you win a title, you have to go to title defense. And you know how like uh, King Hippo's weakness is his stomach, right? In title defense mode, you go back through all the fighters, They've now done things to protect themselves. King Hippo has a manhole duct taped to his stomach, so you can't use the same tactics that you did earlier. It's cartoony and it's fun. Um, all the characters are racial stereotypes, but what's but what's they were thought up in the eighties. They right? were thought up in the eighties, and what's not fun if you can't beat those kind of racial stereotypes you hate in the everyday? It's like the black dudes with the gaps in their teeth and the. <laughs> well, they have Mr. Dream in this one. Uh, but yeah, that, that game, it's a lot of fun uh, That's all I gotta say I, get, I give it like a 9.5 Which is rare What's cool is that I was looking at uh, all the uh, I went to punchout or whatever dot com For the right. Wii And uh, it's so much fun I was just looking through the characters through the, And I didn't even know It brings that, back memories, I didn't even it? know that I remembered half of those guys that yeah. I was fighting I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. the dude with the mustache Soda Popinski's in it Yeah, and I just, I you look back and you remember it's like oh my god I remember I could never beat that level uh, when you're just looking at these things they haven't seen for years so it's very much a nostalgic game yeah and, and I mean it's it. not like one of these boxing games like now like like a fight night or something where it is just random fighting and and, and uh, this is actually literally just button recognition if you knew if you know what the guy's gonna do you can go hitless throughout the entire thing and just take everybody out but um, Dude, the game is just fun to watch at points But, uh, yeah, it's fun I'm enjoying it I'm really getting a kick out of it And you know those promotional trailers that they did for Punch-Out With the live actors They had a live actor playing Little Mac And a live actor playing the coach The coach who always eats the candy bar in the, in the game It's played by the guy who played Clay Davis in The Wire So I keep expecting him to go She. Um, so that's cool. Uh, you remember the rumors you had about Punch Out? Like if you, like, oh, you could knock, you know, this guy's, you know, like like knocking. Everybody wanted to knock King Kimpo's crown off. Could you right. do that in the original game? Uh, I don't know. In this game, you can. Oh, that's cool. You know, Don, uh, Don Flamenco's toupee. Could you knock it off in the original game? In this one, you can't. Remember the the rumor that during between fights, you could actually hit a certain button to actually get some of your health back. There was a rumor, and I, I, I never I knew. I moment. never knew if it was true or not. If you could hit certain buttons during like Where did you the between rumor? matches. Oh, everybody just just like was like, no, it really look. See, my health was different. My health is different. You never really know. How did rumors spread back then? Dude, I heard a rumor. Word that, of mouth. Just yeah, word of mouth. The, the, before the internet, Gilmore. That was word of mouth. People talk. To um, each other. Nintendo has like Nintendo has taken some of those rumors and made them actual fact in this That's game. That's great. So now you can't hit a button during between match. You know between. Fight rounds and get some of your health back. So um, it's cool to see that kind of a nostalgia 
applied. It feels like a self-referential, you know what I mean? It feels like they're now making... The people who were fans of that game in the 80s are now making the game, and they're putting everything they loved about the game back into it. Yeah, well, stuff like that... It's a celebration. Like, all the rumors and stuff like that become part of the game because they're right. part of the experience. They're part of the culture of the yeah. game. That's so, awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. Thanks, now, Nintendo. Uh, that, I mean, what else they got? You know what I mean? Bunch of shovelware. But we're going to E3, and I want to play some Conduit up in that mofo. Is Ghostbusters going to be there? It's not. Atari pulled out. Ah! Atari pulled out, so I'm not going to be playing Ghostbusters. But we do have appointments to play a lot of games, so I'm excited to, to be playing them, and I'll be bringing you guys that stuff. I'm going to just be blogging the entire time, uh, shooting segments with demos. Uh, tweeting? So I'll be doing some tweeting on my Jonathan London Twitter. How does that I, feel? How does that feel? Uh, it doesn't feel good. All right, but I, I did I'll, backtrack on this. I did backtrack Hard. on this, but I'll give you this promise: I will never twit about the fact that I'm eating a sandwich. You, you know those friends who Twitter nonstop? Yeah, I'm, and they write I'm, shit like, "Oh, yeah. repairman's at my place." And personally, anytime someone says I'm tweeting, it just sounds like they're jerking off to me. Like f that person. That, doesn't tweeting sound like a like you know a euphemism for masturbating? For females, yes. Uh, either way, either way, it just sounds some like it just sounds you know. Did that ask? See, see. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I got back into Twitter when our site went back, that went down, and I had to tell people like, don't worry, site's coming back, site's back. Um, so I found it as a useful tool to like update the Geekscapers on what was going on. Now that we have daily articles up, that Gilmore is helping edit. Um, I like to let use Twitter to let people know this is what's on the front page of Geekscape. Right. Well, you have a legitimate uh, reason for it. I think at E3 I'm gonna have uh, like a like a real time update article going. So right, like I'm, right. I'm going to the bathroom now. No, no, no it's, it's, it's one article. That websites do really commonly. It's called yeah. live blogging. I'm just gonna live blog. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna start an article on the front page, and I'm just gonna do updates to that article throughout the day with like what's going on, like with the announcements, what we're doing, um, with photos and stuff like that. Um, that's what I'll be doing on Twitter. I'll probably just be pointing people to that article, because, <laughs> man, I just I hate. It. I blocked everyone on Twitter. I went through and just got rid of everybody. I was like, I do not care what you are doing. I only follow Mark Hoppus. Yeah, I don't care enough about what I'm doing to write it down to let right? people know. I yeah, I just don't. Um, yeah, if I want to go do something, you know what I mean? Like I want to play basketball. Who wants to play basketball? I'll send out a thing like that. I follow. Mark, uh, Travis Barker, who I ran into at Wahoo's, was a very nice guy. Yeah, I follow. I follow. I follow. I don't know why. I follow music video director Marco Siega. I, I follow Nikki Fink from Hollywood. The the Hollywood okay. article. Well, Nikki Fink always has some interesting things. to right. say. Right. Nikki so Fink is always like she's she's like a Hollywood insider. Do I follow any girls? Elizabeth Banks. I follow Elizabeth Banks just because I'm in love with her. Oh, and John Favreau, because yeah, John Favreau sometimes that. gives updates from like the Iron Man set. Like he's like, "Oh, we just wrapped, blah blah blah." Uh, so what you're saying is you found the value in Twitter. What? You found the value in Twitter. Well, if you run a, a site like Geekscape, and John Favreau says something about what happened on the Iron Man two set, or that you know this and that, that's news that should go up on Geekscape. Yeah. You know. Sure. Am I going to give you any pertinent news? Probably fucking not. But if you want updates on this on Geekscape, that's where you want to be. My Twitter. What is that? Jonathan London. The Geekscape.net Twitter. What is big, it? Geekscape.net or Geekscape.net? Geekscape.net and, and Big Yanks Fuck runs that it. that Australian guy. I basically just point Geekscape.net to Jonathan London. 
As you should. What Australian guy? There's an Australian guy who has Geekscape. For and it's his... just like a small tech company or some shit. As opposed to a small podcast. He's the guy who owns the dot com, essentially. Kilmore, it's fine. I don't like him. Why do you have hatred in your heart? I don't like him. I want the doctor. Well, uh, like McGee went to Australia to convince Christian Bale to be in Terminator <laughs> retardation. Yeah, I think Gilmore should I go think you should go to Australia and try and give the guy, be like, hey, man, listen, like, we're trying to start and, something. And Gilmore, I imagine, Gilmore, like, a lonely cabin in the middle of the outback. Gilmore, whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> it's like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes to get you to go over there and get eaten by a fucking Mako or a crocodile. That's what it takes. <laughs> you know, if Gilmore had to go out to, like, Australia, he'd, he'd end up be eaten by, like, Dingoes after like a first day. And I, dude, f that! I'm not going to Australia. There's a fish there that's like this big. It, it swims up your dick. No, yeah, it stings you once you're dead. And this <laughs> other one, shit, swims up your. Di- I would never go to Australia. That's Australia has like the most lethal animals ever. Ever. That's why we want to send you there. <laughs> that's why I want to send you there to try and get our our dot com. Would you go? It paid for it. Okay, if I paid to kill, yeah, it's kind of like paying to get you killed. Might not be a bad investment. Click on the click on the our ads at Geekscape. Try and raise enough money to send Gilmore to Australia to convince the guy for the dot com. It's it's only a one way ticket. We have to purchase, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll have him like snorkel the Great Barrier Reef. We'll just keep trying sure. until he ends sure. up like the fucking croc hunter. We'll just keep working at it <laughs> until you end up like the croc hunter. You know what I mean? Who would have thought that motherfucker after wrestling crocodiles would have gotten taken out by a stingray? That's the thing you about know? Australia. You have the, sh- the most unsuspecting you're gonna get animals. You're going to have a giant mosquito like shoot down your throat. And that's how you're going to die. Exactly. You'll probably die in the most pussy way ever. Dude, it's Australia. They're smallest there is no pussy way. at all. <laughs> Walking around. <laughs> we should do a, like a seat like a... Like a sequence of movies of you in Australia. I've never been to Australia, but I just on your walkabout, Gilmore's walkabout. I imagine it's just like a danger room, only it's real. <laughs> it's like the X Men danger room. <laughs> turn it off! I'm done. It doesn't turn off. I'm done with my training. <laughs> your walkabout, you never walk back from. <laughs> Gilmore's like like something's fucking charging at him hard. Gilmore's sitting there going <laughs> trying to do the crying out undie thing. Please stop. The trees morph into shit. <laughs> Does that happen in Australia? Yep. That's right. I think it's like a made danger room. I think I think that that your viewers are probably very happy that we stopped talking about comic books earlier, so we talk about Man, Gilmore's fiction comic or, books. We're talking about him in a da- Gilmore in a danger room. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking digital ball of spikes starts swinging at him. <laughs> 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 Hank, turn it off! Beast is like, now kill this fuck. <laughs> kill him. That's right. Uh, danger. The danger room became sentient in the X Men books, yeah? yeah? Gilmore, you'd banger. Remember when the danger room became sentient in Joss Whedon's. What'd she look like? A chick. Does it matter? That's fine. Bring it. Gilmore, it's good to know that uh, you hold Ben's sister in such high esteem that you will make anything. Jerk. No, that is not true. I know. She's, she's you don't amazing. hold her in high esteem? <laughs> Ian, you're a piece of work. Well, Here on yeah, Geekscape, we do like to get fairly personal. What, what, what are you slapping up? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this shit? 
You've done that before. How are you doing? So, you've socially? gone. You've gone there before. And you don't want to go there. You I don't. don't go I, there? Don't, I don't really like talking about he my personal life. He had, he had, he had, nobody watches his show. I, to, still, he, I no just one, don't. No one watches his show to really talk about Sinestro Core. They want to fucking know. They want. They want Gilmore got a lot. job. If 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 Ben's sisters tie, or right. if Ben's dating Amy Smart, or if, if Laura boarded my kid, like they want to talk about the what? personal if shit. Ben is dating Amy Smart. What the fuck are you talking I, about? I, I said that his girlfriend looks a lot like Amy Smart. Uh, it's true. It's, it's true. not true at all, but I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying. The nose. She's a sweetheart. She's the best. Yeah, next to Ben's it. sister. What? No, what? Yeah. Dude, you're all about fucking up on this. Seriously, man. You, do you really just not, do you not like her? I love her. Do you want me, the best oh, thing in the world. You want me to break up with her over the phone? You're doing a pretty good job of I'll break. I'll break up with her for you over the phone. High school style. No, she is the best. Middle school style. I can't say good things about Ben's girlfriend. No, okay, yeah. She's yeah. the bomb. Yeah. You just can't say she's the best. Well, as far as um, Ben like, Dam is the best. I mean, she, he's the she's the best Ben's ever been with or had a chance with. How do you know that? You was why, fucking biographer. Wait, wait, why yes. are you gonna diss Ben now? What's that? Now you're gonna diss Ben? I mean, first, oh, you Jesus. know, you're being Gilmore. No, I think Gilmore, you you don't know how to talk to people. Ask her, him. All right. <laughs> you got what is up with your hair? Yeah, it's really Jimmy Neutron today, huh? It's like, like show our audience what the Jimmy Neutron haircut. No, we doing. have a minute left. No one I don't care. Jimmy Neutron. Look at him. You look like that character that Martin Short did. What was oh, the name? Ed, 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 Ed Grimley. Grimley. With yeah. like the triangle. What did you What did you see that on Naked Night or something? Yes, actually. Yeah, because you're not old enough to have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's laughing her ass off in the other room. Laughing her ass off. Sorry, I have my youth ahead of me. Yeah. Well. Guys, uh. Not you know what? Australia. I think I think we should call that a day. I think we should call that a day, guys. Uh, we're on Facebook. Search for Geekscape on Facebook. Obviously, we're on Twitter. We just talked about it for 15 minutes. <laughs> tweeting. Uh, t- we're talking about tweeting. Right. Uh, guys, we're on Facebook. Uh, search for Geekscape. Become our fan. Become our friend. You can befriend basically everyone in this room on Facebook. Uh, and you know what? I'm at the Belly Room. Monday, uh, Wednesday the third. I'm on the. Uh, I'm actually doing stand up at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store at eight o'clock. Uh, May th- uh, June 3rd So we'll see how that is It's a $10 ticket But trust me I'll make it worth your while And if I don't There's plenty of other comics there Now when you say make, make it worth, worth Everyone's while You mean you're gonna blow them right? If they don't like my comedy I will ha- I will be forced to blow them After that the show the only place You've gone this entire episode He's gonna go there After the episode too <laughs> We're just not gonna have The camera running um, But yeah guys I'm, I'm finally doing more stand up I'm actually doing stand up comedy So the f- June 3rd, 8 o'clock at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store. You can come I'm, see me there. I'm confused. Is Gilmore whining about the whole idea about you blowing and getting blown? I mean, I thought that was he his is. greatest fantasy. It is his fantasy. Uh, Someday. Sorry. Someday. He's working towards that. So, guys, thank you for watching. Next week, we got a review of Drag Me to Hell and Up and uh, our pre-E3 episode. Cool? So, Ian, thank you for being here and talking re- Terminator Retardation. We will see you guys next week on Geekscape. Thank you. Yay! Shut the fuck up. Clap, it'll be like a soup. Oh, I'm not, not so you, okay. not you, you ass. Clap, it'll be like the soup. You could have told me be funny and it'll be like the soup. <laughs> Would it have worked? No. Yeah.